Are you a high performer struggling with stress, overwhelm, or lack of time? Do you find it extremely difficult to balance your physical and mental health with your busy life? If so, make sure you check out the free training that I put together on how to effortlessly transform your physical and mental health while simultaneously exploding your daily performance. This training is going to reveal the single most important factor to your success in any area and why you've been set up to fail, how to hack your way to a peak state and create massive momentum in your health and your life, and the four keys to unlocking the body's natural ability to thrive and elevate every area of your health and success. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, make sure you head over to reachpeakperformance.com. That's reachpeakperformance.com, or you can find the link to the training in the show notes. So with that being said, let's get into the show. What's going on, everybody? You are listening to the Early Risers podcast. I'm your host, Skylar Deem, and I am an early riser. Now, if you're a first-time listener to the show, welcome. This show is all about helping you live a more effective life. And it's called the Early Risers podcast because that's what I believe an early riser to be, someone who's focused on living life more effectively. Now, for that to make sense, I think it's necessary that I define what I believe an early riser to be because you don't have to wake up by 4 a.m. or 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. You don't even have to wake up before the sun. But for me to really categorize you as an early riser, you need to wake up earlier than you have to and use that time for uninterrupted personal development. So if you have to wake up at 9 a.m. to get to work on time and you wake up at 8.30 and perform some sort of a morning routine that pushes you to get better, well, you are an early riser. So welcome to the show. I'm excited to have you here. I'm excited to dive into it today and to really get into a subject that is pretty fitting. So to kind of give you guys some background, the past, I'd say about week and a half ago, maybe, maybe two weeks now, I experienced the closest thing to burnout that I've ever experienced. I I think I would define it as burnout. I was frustrated. I was low energy. I was finding it difficult to focus, to get excited. And it was a pretty rough week in terms of my performance. Now, when that happens, I kind of take it as a blessing because it helps me reevaluate things. You know, obviously going through that, it was tough. It was something that I didn't want to be going through at the time. But coming out the other end, there always is this opportunity to look back and analyze. Why did this stuff happen? Why is this going on? And so in doing that, I was able to really reflect upon some things that I've been doing right, some things I haven't been doing right, kind of how I can move forward from here. And it really was an awesome lesson that helped me grow. So in lieu of that happening and kind of just a way to express what I went through and maybe help other people who are going through that or who may go through that in the future, I wanted to record this podcast on the different ways to overcome burnout. Now, this is kind of like a quick step-by-step formula that I put together, kind of reflecting on how I made it through that period last week or two weeks ago or whenever, and what I did and what I did right, I should say, and what I did wrong. Because there were things I did wrong, right, while I was going through that. And Again, coming out the other end, I'm able to reflect and I'm able to really make adjustments. So if this ever happens in the future, I know where to go from there. So 
Before we get into the show, I am going to touch on my current obsession. This one is a really, really good one that I'm excited to speak about, and it's an online company called Misfits Market. Now, if you haven't heard of Misfits Market, this thing is a game changer if you want to eat healthy. This thing is a game changer if you want to switch up your diet and eat kind of more exotic every single week. So I know what I was kind of getting in the rut of doing was cooking the same thing over and over and over. And I would do a certain meat, a certain vegetable, and usually rice, sometimes either an avocado or rice. And literally every single meal, I would have the same salads for lunch, I would have that same dinner every single dinner. And you know, usually the vegetables would be in the same ballpark. They'd either be broccoli or cauliflower or sometimes Swiss chard or usually something that was really, really similar. And so, you know, I, I enjoy the food that I make. I, I'm pretty good at making it taste good. And I'm not saying I was bored of it, but when this company came along, Misfits Market, I thought it was an amazing opportunity to spice up what I was eating. So what is Misfits Market? Misfits Market is a company that delivers you fresh fruits and vegetables to your door once a week or once every two weeks or however often you ask to be delivered those fruits and vegetables. Now, what makes Misfits Market so cool is, first of all, everything they send you is organic, which is just a big, big plus. But the cool, cool thing is, is that this company takes the fruits and vegetables from grocery stores that would normally get thrown out. So I don't know if you know this, but grocery stores actually won't display and won't sell fruits and vegetables that don't look acceptable. So if they are a little misshapen, if they're a little bit smaller or bigger than they're supposed to be, these grocery stores actually throw these fruits and vegetables out. And so what Misfits Market does is they go to these farms where you know normally these fruits and veggies and this other produce gets thrown out because it doesn't look good, and they take them and they pack them in a box just at random every single week. So you're getting you know completely different selections of fruits and vegetables and they send them to your door. Now, this is huge because number one, they can send them to you at a very, very discounted rate because I'm sure the farmers, you know, they can't sell these things to the big grocery stores. So, you know, they're probably going to throw them out. But if they don't throw them out, they can sell them at a discounted rate and they can still make some money. So they sell them to Misfits Market. This is what I'm assuming, by the way. <laughs> but they sell them to Misfits Market for an extremely discounted rate and then Misfits Market sends it to your door for an extremely, extremely low price. So the box I've been getting every week is $19 plus shipping. So I think total it's like 24 every week. But they're literally sending you like 40 to 50 and probably over plus dollars per box. Like you're getting 40 to 60-ish dollars worth of produce for $24 every single week. And so it's funny. I'm recording this on a Friday and I just got my box and there was an unbelievable amount of vegetables there. So you can actually go to misfitsmarket.com and you can see the type of stuff they pack in the box. But just going off the top of my head, you know, I know I'm not going to be able to list everything that was there, but I got carrots, I got red kale, grape tomatoes, fennel, uh, sweet beets, rutabago, snap peas. There was broccoli in there. There was a mango. There were oranges. There, I think I said potatoes. Um, but this was like unbelievable, like I literally last week, I had to force myself to eat more because I was scared I wasn't going to be able to finish everything, which is a great thing, right? Because I'm, I'm looking to eat more. I'm looking to eat healthier, right? More vegetables, more fruits. 
And so this is really, really an amazing service that I'm currently truly obsessed with. And I'm trying to, I'm not sponsored by them or everything or anything yet. I'm trying to cut a deal with them. I would love to absolutely promote their program just because I think it is on a great mission. You know, they're not wasting food and they're also providing you a way to eat healthy without spending a lot of money. And it's also a great way, like I said, to mix up what you're eating every single week. So Misfits Market is absolutely my current obsession. I would not, I could not recommend any more that you head over to their website, you check them out. If you use the link in my bio, or not the bio, I'm used to saying that. If you use the link in the show notes, what you can do is you can click that and you will get 25% off your first order. So your first order is going to be like, I think it's like $14 that may be with or without shipping, but test it out. I promise if you enjoy getting creative with how you cook, if you enjoy eating healthy, you are not going to be disappointed with Misfits Market at all. So check it out. Again, the link is in the show notes for 25% off your first order. And with that being said, let's get into the show. So like I spoke about before, I recently dealt with some burnout in my life. I recently dealt with some second guessing of what I was doing, some exhaustion. And I think it was just because I've been pushing very, very hard for very long. And I haven't really been analyzing how I take steps every way. I I have, but not to the extent that I probably should have been. So like I said, this podcast is going to be a simple step-by-step process to overcome burnout. I really wanted to break it down in a way that anyone can use it in any situation of burnout, you know, not just specifically burnout from working out too hard or burnout from, you know, being too focused at your job, but burnout in general, right? How do you really deal with this? So before anything else, the first thing that you have to do when you want to overcome burnout, and it is so, so crucial, and so many people don't do this, and this is something that I made the mistake of not doing for the past, what was it, week and a half? it, It really doesn't matter, but while I was going through it, I wasn't accepting the fact that I was dealing with burnout. And that's number one, you have to have to accept it. I've been talking about this concept, I mentioned it on the podcast, but this idea of when you fight your emotions, it makes them bubble up even more and it makes it more difficult to deal with. So if you don't accept your burnout, you know, you're on the edge of burnout, of burning out, you're stressed, you're kind of overwhelmed. And then you're also feeling bad because you're stressed and you're overwhelmed and you're stressing about stressing or you're overwhelmed about being overwhelmed. And it's this cycle that makes the effects of what you're going through that much worse, right? So I know so many of us are in the habit of, well, how can I burn out? Like I'm, I'm doing everything right. I'm, I'm, I have awesome nutrition. I have awesome habits and routines. I have an awesome way to disconnect and to de-stress. How am I burning out? And when we question that, it makes it worse, right? I should say when we question it in a way that is negative, like we say, how can I go through this? Or how is this possible? Rather than asking, okay, why am I going through this with with a curiosity? So the first thing you have to do always is you just have to accept it, right? This is something you're going through. This is something you're going to make it out of. But for the time being, just work through it. Don't feel bad about feeling bad. And if you can do that, you're going to find that you're going to be able to make it through much quicker. Because when you can accept it, you can see things in a much more clear way. You can see what you're going through. You can really truly analyze why you're going through it. And then you can take actions to overcome it. So that's number one, accept it. After you accept it, 
and this may get a lot of flack from people, I truly believe you have to lower your standards just for a little bit. I'm not saying you have to always, always lower your standards, but for the time being, when you're going through burnout, I think it is crucial that you do lower your standards. Because again, if you are, you know, you're working 16 hour days, let's just say, and you are working hard and you are killing it, and then you find that you burn out, if you try to still keep up with those 16 hour days, again, it's going to make that burnout worse. You can't go through that stuff and then when you cut back, have it hurt you, right? Because you have those standards so high. So when you're going through this and say you're working 16 hour days and you lower your standards when you find that you're nearing burnout, now you feel okay working 12 hour days or working eight hour days. Because honestly, the only way you're going to recover from that burnout is if you do lower your standards, if you do do less, you're at that place of burnout for a reason. It's because you're doing too much or you don't have the habits in place that allow you to sustain your energy and focus and confidence and optimism, right? Because that's what burnout is. Burnout is losing all those things. Burnout is getting to a place where you're tired, your energy, your focus is gone. You're not confident. You haven't seen a win in a while. Like all of these things are stacking onto each other and it's really preventing you from moving forward. It's preventing you from moving forward with excitement and with vigor. So when you lower your standards, it puts you in a place where you say, okay, you know, maybe I have been working 16 hour days, but it's okay for me to work 12 hour days for these next few days. It's okay for me to work six hour days. Maybe it's even okay for me to take a couple of days off and not work at all. And when you lower your standards and you do those things, then you can, you can make it through, right? Because if you say you are working 16 hour days and you decide, you know what, I'm close to burnout. I need the next three days off but you don't lower your standards, those entire three days are gonna be stressful because you're gonna be thinking about the work you're missing, you're gonna be thinking about how you're ruining your momentum or something along those lines. And again, if those standards aren't at the same level as your actions, it's gonna cause some distance between you. It's gonna cause some stress. So you need to lower your standards, which leads me to you really need to lower your overall routine right? Lower what you're doing. Like don't try as hard. And we do that by disconnecting. We do that by taking breaks. Now this is number three. So first you got to accept it. Number two, you want to lower your standards. And number three, you want to disconnect. And I really want to talk about and emphasize how important it is to disconnect the right way. I think a lot of people see the word disconnect and it just means, okay, back away from my work. But if you're just eliminating the work and you're not replacing it with something else, again, that's going to be stressful. You're not going to have your mind occupied. You're not going to be able to de-stress fully because it's difficult when you are inactive to keep your mind away from the things that you normally think about. So the right way to disconnect, it's pretty simple, honestly, is doing something that interests you or something that you enjoy. That's it, right? If you are consistently you know, working and you want to take a break, maybe the best thing to do isn't to sit in front of a TV and just watch Netflix, right? Because you're not occupied there. Your mind has the ability to wander. You're, you're not physically active at all, right? You're sitting in one spot. So when you find something that you enjoy or you find something that's interesting to you and you execute, it should be something that involves your body and your mind. So maybe it is just cooking, right? Using Misfits Market to cook an awesome meal. Maybe it's going out and playing tennis. Maybe it's going on a hike. Maybe it's doing a board game. Maybe it's doing something that, you know, just just sitting down with someone and having a great dinner and conversation. But disconnecting the right way is taking your mind 
off of what is bothering you, off of what is burning you out or stressing you. And this isn't something you should just do when you burn out, like disconnecting is something I truly believe you should do consistently. You know, I don't think anyone should be working seven days a week, all day long and constantly thinking about this thing that is high pressure. Because if you do that, that is so risky, right? And yes, I know there's people out there who can absolutely do that. I know there's people who are extremely successful who do that every day. But the reality is many of us just can't keep up with that. And I'm okay with admitting that. I'm okay with accepting that because I've tried the grind. I've tried working. Oh man, it was 16 hour days at one point. No, it was it was 18 hour days at one point. And I felt good and I was killing it. And then I wasn't, right? And then I burnt out. So when it comes to this stuff, you can't consistently move forward. And if you disagree, that's fine. If you think you can do that, go right ahead. You know, just really, really, if you do burn out, you have to evaluate if that's working for you. But you make sure, like, just disconnect every once in a while. Like, take a day off. Take a couple hours off. That's okay, right? I think society is feeding us this image of grind, 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 grind. And this is something I've talked about, too. It's like, you know, you see the influencers out here like Grant Cardone or Gary Vee, and all they're talking about is just working, working, working. And I think that does work for some people, right? Some people are workaholics. They love what they do. They wouldn't want to do anything else, and that's fine. But for the people who we're, we're really, you know, we're, we're not putting enough time into other areas of our life, our health, our personal development, our nutrition, our relationships, uh, our finances, like anything along those lines, if we just grind, 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 we're going to burn out. We're just not meant to do that. So grinding is awesome. When you sit down to work, you should grind, but you shouldn't have to do that every single day, all day. Right. This is something where disconnecting is super, super crucial. And if you are in the spot right now where you're thinking you disconnect, I want you to really evaluate. Like, What does disconnecting mean to you? Is it sitting in front of your TV and watching Netflix? Or is it getting out to a park and enjoying nature? Or is it going on a hike or cooking or doing something that allows you to totally take your mind off of what would normally keep you occupied and normally stress you out? So that's number three. First of all, number one, accept it accept that you're going through this period. Number two, lower your standards just for a little bit in the short term. Number three, disconnect. And number four, you got to refocus. When I was going through my burnout, you know, I, I had this image of how I'd been performing and what I wanted to see for myself in the future. And I kind of lost that throughout the process. I kind of got so focused on the process that my attention, it was off of what could come in the future. And it was on what I was going through in the moment. And I think when that happens, you lose your why, right? And that's a big thing. You've, you've heard that before. Find your why. Find what inspires you. Why do you do the things that you do? And if you become out of tune with what you're doing, you're going to have a much harder time adjusting. And you're going to have a much more difficult time staying focused and staying motivated, right? So if you are in a spot where you're not totally sure what you want, you're not totally sure if what you're doing will get you to where you want, you really, really need to refocus on why you're doing this stuff. Why, like, what is the true reason behind why you're doing it? And, you know, some people, they they say, well, why am I doing this? And they give an answer. And unfortunately, it's a really, really surface level answer. And I have an exercise of this in the program, in my coaching program, 
But when people ask themselves like, okay, why am I doing this? And they answer, usually you can ask why a couple more times and dig deeper. So why am I listening to the Early Risers podcast? Well, I want to pass the time. Well, I also want to pass the time in a way that allows me to learn or allows me to improve my life or get better. Okay, so why? Like, Why do you want to improve your life and get better and use that in your free time? And then you ask yourself and you answer that. And then when you answer that, you ask why again. And I don't know if that was the best example, but in any situation where you want to ask yourself, why am I doing this? You can usually dig a lot deeper. And there's an exercise out there called seven levels deep. If you're really looking to get in tune with this, you can probably just Google that and you'll find out. It's, it's basically what I just said, except you just ask why seven, seven different times. So that is the next step. Refocus, really find why are you doing this? Really zone in again on are these reasons strong enough? You know, because sometimes maybe they're not. Sometimes maybe the sole reason you're doing something is money, right? But then you get to the point where you're avoiding burnout and you find money's not a good enough motivator. Money isn't something that inspires you to get up out of bed excited, right? It's something, yeah, you need it. Yeah, it's going to improve your quality of life, but it's not that ultimate driving force. You know, it goes deeper than that. So that's number four. So first of all, you want to accept it. Number two, you want to lower your standards. Number three, disconnect the right way. Number four, refocus. And number five, and I think one of the most crucial things that you can do is if it comes to it, you need to re-strategize. You know, a big thing with my burnout was that I was not confident in the path that I was moving towards. And it's not that I didn't, it's not that I knew that while I was going through it. But since then, since I've sat down and I've really re-strategized, I've understood, okay, what I was doing in the past wasn't in alignment with where I wanted to be. Not that it's not what I believe in, but that it probably wouldn't get me to where I wanted to go. And so, no, I haven't made a huge shift. No, I'm not doing anything like that. I'm not making like a major rebranding, but I am making changes in my message. I am making small little tweaks of how to get my message across. And that comes from the fact that I was experiencing that burnout because I was putting all that work in and not seeing the results I wanted to see. And in any single case when that happens, there's usually two things that are the problem. So number one, either what you're doing isn't right, right? If you're putting a ton of work into something and you're not seeing results, then maybe you need to change up your action strategy, right? But number two, the other case could be maybe your standards are just too high, right? Maybe you are seeing results from the work you're putting in, but you believe that you should see more results than you actually do. And if you can realize that, then things start to not stress you out as much, right? You don't feel like something's not right. You don't feel like you're doing something wrong. You can just accept that maybe your understanding of how the process looks isn't right. Or maybe your understanding of how things should go isn't right, right? And if you can do that, and if you can re-strategize either your approach or your interpretation of the things that are happening to you or your interpretation of the process, then things can change for you, then things can shift and things that may normally stress you out, maybe they don't affect you as much, right? So to do a brief, brief recap of how to overcome burnout, if you're going through it, number one, you need to accept it, you need to say, look, 
this is happening to me. Maybe I didn't make the right choices or maybe just something's going on. It's going to happen, right? And I'm going to work through it rather than saying, no, 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 this can't happen to me. No way. No way. I'm not letting this happen. Like you need to accept it. After you do that, you have to lower your standards. Look, I'm going through burnout. I'm going through this. If I am hard on myself because of this, if I think I should be doing more, even though mentally and physical, it's basically not possible, right? It's not going to be a good thing for my mental and physical health. If you can do that and you lower your standards, then things get easier, right? You're not hard on yourself. You're not stressing out about stressing out. You're not stressing out about not doing more. And that allows you to really keep a more clear head throughout the process and to allow yourself to fall back and to regenerate and to recoup a little bit. Number three, you have to disconnect the right way. You have to really learn how to take breaks. Maybe it's one section of a break, right? Maybe it's you're burning out, you're working hard, so you take a couple days off and then you get back to working hard. Or maybe it's intermittent breaks, right? You're burning out, you're working hard, so you're going to take a day here and then once a week you're going to take another day from here on out. And it's learning to how can I disconnect in a way that allows me to feel good about what I'm doing and allows me to sustain what I want to do, but still helps me disconnect and rejuvenate and re-energize. After you do that, you have to refocus, really, really zone in on your why. Why am I doing this? Really ignite that passion and that fire again and that love for the process. And then if it comes to it, you need to re-strategize. Re-strategize either your approach your direction, or even just your level of acceptance, your standards, right? And how is that going to allow you to match your effort and your standards? And understanding that effort doesn't necessarily mean outcome. So if effort doesn't bring outcome, maybe it's time to switch things up or it's it's really up to you to re-strategize and think about how that works. So That is how to overcome burnout. That is a process that I should have used a couple weeks ago right away, but it's something that throughout the process I did learn about and I did really fully begin to understand. So I hope that helps someone out there. If you are going through something and you are not seeing results, if you're not where you want to be, this one's for you. Keep pushing, right? Keep pushing. Sometimes it's the last few strikes of the pick that break the rock. Sometimes you can bash your fists into a wall and nothing happens. And then finally, there's one punch that caves in the entire wall. And I know we all go through this stuff where we put in a lot of work and we're hoping to see more results and we don't. But just stay positive, stay optimistic, focus on your why, focus on that end goal and keep working. And if you are in the position where maybe you're looking for a little help, a little guidance, make sure you apply for a free strategy session so we can really talk about where you are and where you want to be. I would love to help you really work on restructuring your day to get the most out of each and every one. So if that sounds interesting, you can check the link in the show notes and apply for a free strategy session, or you can head over to earlyrisersmovement.com apply and you can set your time there and we can talk and we can go over how I can help you in any way. So again, with all that being said, I want to just thank you for being here. I want to encourage you to connect with me on Instagram at early risers movement. And of course, of course, of course, of course, I want to encourage you to leave a rating and a review on iTunes. 
Again, this is a free show, and if I'm bringing value to you in any way, whether I'm helping you just live life a little bit better or you just enjoy listening to the show, the only thing I can ask is that you head over to iTunes and leave a rating and a review. You know, I'm looking to bring on more higher-performing guests to give you as much value as I can every week, and the best way that I can do that is if this show is ranked higher. So if you are listening, and if you haven't already, it would mean the world to me if you could head over to iTunes and leave a rating and a review. But with that being said, I appreciate you. Keep killing it as always, and I'll talk to you next week.